What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 13 of the Cuckoo Attack. Uh, today we have a, a few cool things to talk about. We've got some news from the uh, Nintendo sales that were released at the end of uh, April. Uh, we have the Super Mario Maker 2 update to talk about that happened right after our last recording. Uh, <laughs> Shadow trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the week we recorded uh, last uh, time. Like... 10 or 11 o'clock at night on the eastern coast it was crazy yeah, it was like it was like 10 30 ish something like that yeah um we've got some uh news from the summer of gaming that dropped this week and uh we've got some more rumors so uh we will jump into that yeah rumors are great <laughs> <laughs> so we will get into that but uh first um i'm chad hembrock it's patrick hughes right here and uh we're gonna talk about what we've been playing lately because uh that's pretty much all we've been doing through this uh quarantine time is uh playing video games uh, yeah. together discovering, a lot, discovering a lot of fun kind of multiplayer games for sure <laughs> yeah so um we can start it off with um with uh we were playing some of the jackbox games um epic games gave out a uh free copy of drawful 2 a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. uh, I grabbed that and uh, we've gotten a bunch of friends to join in and play that you can support up to eight people we've had we've had up to six I think at once yeah six or seven but um, it's a lot of fun if you haven't played it before it's like a Pictionary game where you have to kind of guess the title and then the real titles thrown in with the guesses and then everyone has to try to pick the right answer out of those um, out of those categories you have um but it's a, a lot of the fun can become comes from how bad the pictures are and the absurdity of people's like guesses of what it is yeah so like a lot of things uh for instance you won't you only have two colors to draw with so there's a lot of things where like um i had something it... i had to draw once that was supposed to be you know, i was trying to depict it being hot and yet I had the color blue, so I drew a thermometer, and then everybody was pretty much guessing it was something to do with cold. Because if you don't <laughs> think about that, you know the colors just play with people's yeah. minds. So um, and and you can't erase in the game, so you're like, yeah. if you make a mistake, you just start drawing over it. Like whoa. Yeah, like I had a scale. Like I drew a. It was supposed to be like a bedtime drink, and I drew a guy in a bed. But then I drew the glass way too big, so everyone thought he was on a ventilator dying when he was really just <laughs> drinking a, a glass with a straw while laying in bed. So <laughs> everyone was like, this is COVID. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> but uh, the game's a lot of fun. I mean, especially if you like, uh, you know, if you like Pictionary or if you like uh, mm-hmm. Cards Against Humanity, Apples and like, Apples. Like, good like good that. party games. A lot yeah, of Jackbox sure. games. And... Yes. Yeah, a lot and of Drawful fun. is one of the the better ones for sure. Yeah, so the way it works is, um, you know, we're all remote right now, so um, in order to play these games, we are we're actually using Discord to stream the main game, which kind of shows everyone's picture and then the breakdown of everything, 
Um, but then every user connects to the jackbox.tv server and they type in a game code that you're assigned and then you play it through your phone. So you're drawing on your phone um, or you can do it through a web browser. Yeah, if you, um, if you got a little tablet or I guess you can even just use your mouse. So Yeah, so if you like drawing that way, it makes it, you know, makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick has a ta- like a drawing pad like he just showed. So, yeah. um, you know, it works for him really well, but it gives everyone a controller and you know everyone can see the screen that i'm sharing out to them and we're all you know on camera and it's it's very it's probably the closest we're going to get to hanging out with people yep. <laughs> with a nice, a nice part about this game is only one person needs to own a copy and then everyone can just go onto the website to join so yeah yeah so it's very accessible kind of game yeah so it's a lot of fun like i said if you if you like playing those games then that's that's um you know, definitely something to check out. Be like Pictionary, Cards Against Humanity, stuff like that. Um, and with Cards Against Humanity being mentioned, uh, there's a bunch of free um, online versions of Cards Against Humanity right now. So we've been playing that as well. Um, kind of got burned out on it the first weekend we figured it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, one of my mom's friends mentioned it and was like, oh yeah, we should all play. I was like, yeah, cool. And then we found this one. It was called All Bad Cards. And um, it's just a web-based Cards Against Humanity. It's got pretty much all the sets. Um, and you can have up to, I think, like 50 people join or something like that. It had like a, a, a limit of players. Either 50 or it may have been 25. It's some, oh, mul- wow. some multiple of 25. <laughs> but anyway, um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, again, we use Discord so we can all chat and read out the cards and, you know, enjoy each other's laughs and stupidity and uh <laughs> that game's so amazingly offensive and hilarious <laughs> but um uh. but yeah that that's another thing like if you, if you didn't know about that check it out um there's a lot of sites that also support like you know other card games as well like you know your typical um you know blackjack poker stuff like that um kind of the same way um but it's that's been a lot of fun as well um then one game one of our work buddies told us about was they mentioned this game called prop and seek (laughs) and i don't know if you guys have heard of this but it's it's like a um it's like hide and go seek but there's a hunter who looks for the item and then the other players are items that are within that environment map so So they're either like barrels or girders or sometimes they're like trees or water towers you can be like like you can be a bag of trash you can be a brick you can be (laughs) you can be just like a little soda can or just you can be a car (laughs) like (laughs) a whole train cart (laughs) yeah so there's just a lot of stuff that's really cool um so this was a a game that's kind of based off of uh or at least it's it has to be inspired by um there was a prop and go seek sort of thing from um gary's mod and mm-hmm. i know there's um you know our coworker he uh watches youtube videos that you know these guys are playing that while talking and um when he told me about that it's immediately what i thought of and you know he told me that's where it came from but uh it's a lot of fun it's an alpha right now so there are some bugs um for instance like like patrick mentioned you can be a tree <laughs> but but you can like be a tree in a warehouse where there are no trees so it's kind of like it's amazing <laughs> they, they should probably not put that type of stuff in there but um and there's like some issues with like uh scaling so like 
the, you'll be like a briefcase, but the briefcase is as big as a train. And it's like, you know, so there's definitely, you know, it's an alpha. They're working on it. Uh, yeah. There's been some issues on and off with like the usernames popping up. Um, some my, of the- my main gripe is that the hitbox of the props is so difficult to hit sometimes. It's just like they can just run away and you can waste the entire match trying to hit them, but they are so hard to shoot it's like impossible yeah if you're a prop you have a pretty good a pretty good chance of like jumping over the person if you just keep bunny hopping everywhere they pretty much can't (laughs) hit you which makes the game very interesting (laughs) so um but yeah no they definitely should fix that because you know that for sure is and definitely definitely needs more like map variety even though what they have is pretty fun yeah they have uh, about Oh, is it four maps? I think they have warehouse four maps, warehouse yeah. one, warehouse two, uh, Venice and steampunk. steampunk. I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, for the most part, I think we've had the most fun probably playing warehouse just because it's, it's small, it's small enough to be fun, but it's still big enough where you can, you know, not blend <laughs> for, in for, for the number <laughs> for of what players that we've had. Yeah, because yeah. we've played with like I think the max we had was five at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. Definitely uh, potential there, and the game's free right now. And it's yeah, a- as, as a free alpha, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like it's silly and stupid, <laughs> but <laughs> you're well, gonna. What was your first reaction of it, Patrick, when we went to go play it <laughs> when I told you about it? When I first like looked at the game like a video but i was like this looks ridiculous i don't know if i want to play this this just looks pretty dumb and then we loaded it up and i was just laughing my head off yeah <laughs> just... we ended up we ended up playing it We're like oh we'll just play it for a few minutes until we get enough people to play left for dead or something and then and like, like 90 minutes later we're... <laughs> yeah like the rest of the night that's all we played and then now like every single time we hop online we're we're all playing uh prophecy let's, let's play for five or ten minutes half yeah. an hour later yeah so <laughs> It's, it's definitely a lot of fun, so check that out if you haven't. Um, you know, it's cool. Again, we do Discord so we can all chat and, um, you know, just have fun with that. Um, but the other the other big thing that Patrick and I have been playing is uh, we've been playing a lot of Portal 2. Um, I think we talked about that a little bit last time, maybe. I know we talked about Left 4 Dead, mm-hmm. but Portal 2 has been awesome. Um, there's, there's a community map thing, which I never really played a lot of the co-op in the past myself um other than just the standard the standard levels yeah the Um, ones that they came with so yeah so we um we finished those and then um or we both already had those finished and then we uh jumped into the community maps and we found some really good community maps um this one series i'm gonna try to pull up the maker id real quick of the guy who made it but um it's called the order of things Mm-hmm. And this guy made like 14, 14 levels that were all very fun. Um, let's see, here's the workshop. So yeah, it was it was very fun. Just it was like multiple rooms inside the levels with multiple puzzles inside each room, and just very well done. Um, there were you know there were some some that we were able to cheese a little bit here and there <laughs> i think that's that's half the fun of portal is trying to find unintended solutions yeah so <laughs> so that was a lot of fun figuring those out and those are to the point where we were playing and and we were like you know oh it's you know it's one o'clock in the morning but let's check out the <laughs> next one real quick and then we check it out and it's like all right let's just let's just beat it real quick let's figure it out <laughs> 
And just that the portal's so good at just like the satisfaction you get when you solve a puzzle in in that game, um, especially some of these puzzles where where you've got like um, you know you got to work together to work around your shields, and you've got the barriers you can't go through, and then you've got to light lasers through the wall, and um, mm -hmm. just it was just a lot of fun playing that. It's like and... it's like just a, such a satisfying like rubik's cube kind of effect where you're just slowly unwinding the room and figuring out how all the pieces work and then you get it all pieced together yeah the and, order of things yeah so <laughs> you definitely have to do it in the order of things as they say i can't find the guy's name it's something like inova something or inova um <laughs> i don't know i can't find his name at the moment because i don't know how to navigate the workshop when i'm not in portal so <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, his levels were awesome. Uh, there was like one level we kind of got stuck on for a while, um, and it had like a three-star review. And reading the um, reading some of the comments were like, you know, this level's not fair. Blah blah. blah. I can't figure this out. I'm stuck here. But um, you know, Patrick and I got to a couple places where we we're like, we're screwed. We can't do this. And uh, you know, we figured out a way to do it. And for the most part, when we really got stuck, we were able to either. We were able to figure out the way to cheese it, but then after we'd cheese it, we'd look and be like, oh, that's what you were supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> like, we'd see the actual, um, you know, combination of blocks or switches that we were supposed to hit to make I things happen. I found the creator's name. Oh, did you? It's uh, Invo or In Invocare Ignis. Invocare, yeah, that was him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I Nova because of the hospital in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway... Um, yeah, that guy, check out his levels for sure. If you haven't played anything that he's made, um, those were very fun fun levels to play. Um, and then we played another one. I don't know if you what have... It? There's haven't. No Eye in Team. Yeah, so this guy did another map called There's uh, No Eye in Team, which I found in a Google search because after, after we finished all 14 uh, um, Order of Things, I just started Googling for like the best co-op maps <laughs> on portal and came across uh this guy's there's no eye in team and he had uh, i think it was six of them is that what it was i think it was like six levels yeah oh, but, i think this is let me see i think it's lp chip yeah lp chip that was a yeah so he he had uh some really fun levels too like for instance there's a level where um somebody has to reverse a tractor beam to dance a block as the other person <laughs> drops down the force fields and then you have to dance that block so it doesn't hit the force field um just you know stuff like that us figuring that out i mean hopefully you know it didn't just spoil that for you but <laughs> <laughs> maybe i did but it was just so cool i had to talk about it, it just it's a fun little uh thing once we figured it out we were running yeah. around the room and because because we we were like figured out every aspect of that room other than this one section like how do we get past this we even had like i had it set up where <laughs> um, i i put a laser block in the middle of the room to align it where i could just shoot portals to open up the um the gates and i was like all right you've just got to run and hit that and then we just shoot these <laughs> gates real quick and like that would have worked if we had like an extra two seconds, maybe, because everything because mm -hmm. everything's on a timer. But um, yeah, that game's just so much fun, and these community maps are great. And I uh, definitely look forward to finding a few more to to jump into, preferably a series, because I gotta find mm -hmm. I gotta find some of the makers that have high ratings and and multiple maps, because 
that that's been a lot of fun for sure for sure yeah, yeah. So those, those are the games we've been playing together but um any any other games you've been playing i know we tried counter-strike and i did not enjoy it at all but you've been playing more of it on your own yeah so you know i've, I've played counter-strike since like i was in high school uh back with like cs i think it was like 1.4 1.5 and then um you know eventually upgraded 1.6 and then of course source which we've talked about in the past and then uh cs go came out and i've never really been a fan of it but then uh we were all looking for a f another free game to play um so patrick and my co-worker and um yeah a couple co-workers we all joined in and played a game of cs go um arms race which i love i love gun game in source mod um that's just so much fun to me because it's something it's just random it's quick uh, deathmatch style uh you shoot to get through a list of predetermined guns and then when you get to the end of that list you go usually you go reverse in that list and then whoever gets the nade kill ends up on a knife and then if you get the knife kill you win the round so it's the first one to get that knife kill wins the game and um i love it, it takes you know you can play a match in 15 minutes typically and uh it's just chaos and nonsense <laughs> but um uh patrick wasn't too happy with it um yeah, my other right. my other co I'm, I'm definitely not good at it anymore <laughs> yeah oh, i play a lot of source so playing csgo was different because i didn't know any of the maps um it feels a little bit different it's not horrible though um it actually wasn't so bad playing with you guys um it was kind of nice to play with friends because the only time i tried in the past was um with randoms and that always ended up just being you know getting yelled at online because <laughs> that's counter-strike <laughs> but so that's what we ended up doing and um uh i really enjoyed it so uh the last couple nights i've actually been jumping into a couple a couple online games and just kind of getting a feel for it again and um you know i'm trying to play more I actually just recently talked to one of my friends. I was trying to get him to play again, but he said he won't. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. He's like, I suck at Counter Strike, and so I mean, I used to I used to play a long time ago. We played in a we played in some amateur league, uh, and then we played in a one season of Cal Cyber Athletic League, and uh, that was just like the amateur level there too. And we, I think we won one match maybe out of like you know 10 <laughs> and it's funny because like, we thought we were decent and like we'd scrimmage against like other teams and we'd beat them and they'd accuse us of cheating and stuff like that so we were like all right we're good we're good enough and now we just we get just completely wiped and we'd all be yelling at each other <laughs> like everyone would be angry at everybody about it like some people just take things way too seriously <laughs> but not to say I've never I've definitely smashed a mouse or two in my time playing Counter-Strike. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it's fun. Um but I don't I don't know how much more I'll I'll definitely play it. I love gun game. I need to maybe get back into playing um actual like, you know, bomb or counter-terrorist rescue stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I haven't played that the actual game of Counter-Strike in a very long time, <laughs> so if you're down for playing that instead of gun game, we can we can get something going. We can play co-op on the same team and try to Maybe. You know, get into that. I'll probably be awful, but <laughs> I do I do like the real modes in the sense of that it does have more kind of 
penalty to like you have to take it seriously or you have to wait throughout the round so it makes it kind of changes your mindset how you play yeah you can't for just, sure like run around and be like Whoa. yeah i mean that's <laughs> definitely the way you know that's why i love gun game because it's just chaos you just run yeah. out and you know there's definitely times where i get if i get stuck on a gun that i don't like i'm just like i'm just gonna run around the corner i'm gonna hold down the button eventually i'll kill somebody so <laughs> eventually somebody will die and i'll get to the next gun so <laughs> um but yeah that's that's pretty much all i've been playing i've been doing a lot of arcade games as well um just kind of tightening up uh my ninja turtles cabinet and uh my pac-man cabinet played a lot of pinball with um you know with everything going on i can play a couple games of pinball during my lunch break and stuff like that so um, but i'm definitely looking forward to getting into um some sort of story driven game here shortly because i need to i need to get into something and talked about streaming with patrick he's he's mentioned he he wants me to play banjo kazooie <laughs> which you want uh, that's not, not really a story game if you're <laughs> looking for a story game i can give you other recommendations it doesn't have to be a story i just need to get into something that has like a completion instead of just yeah. like random arcade games and like you know counter-strike <laughs> so mm -hmm. it'd be nice oh, to give actually a, give a okami a try that's a good one yeah i know you've been wanting me to play that too and i have zelda story such such a fun game it's funny because i i've been like kind of jones in to play uh breath of the wild again but there you go but it's i'm like got I, similar vibes yeah but if if they somehow end up dropping breath of the wild at the end of the year and i just play through breath of the wild one <laughs> i'm gonna be like ugh. yeah so i don't know plus it's hard for me it, it'd probably be better to play something like okami since i haven't played it before instead of jumping into another zelda game that i've <laughs> already beaten and have explored the entire world other than korok seeds so <laughs> <laughs> But what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Um, well, I did a couple of streams on our channel recently. Uh, one was a bunch of variety of music games. If you haven't checked that out, um, it was a uh, groovy games that was titled where we played Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Bit Trip, Flux, and Ho Ho Kum. Really kind of fun show games. Um, and then also recently Animal Crossing, where I was very happy to finally achieve the five-star island rating, so Ooh. my island is now paradise, yes. <laughs> That's where all the animals want to move now. <laughs> nice. I actually forgot. I forgot that um, me and you were chatting a couple nights ago, and I was and I pulled the... Um, I, got my, I got my Wii set up and uh, played the Bit Trip games, and, uh, and I also was showing you Amplitude on the PS2 that's right yeah uh, you I, did show me that that was cool i actually just yeah i totally forgot it's sitting right here too boom amplitude <laughs> ps2 but yeah that was a lot of fun too just i i love playing that game and it is hard to play because playing it with a delay through my uh elgato on my computer eventually you got the hang of it <laughs> yeah i just had to hit the button like a millisecond early <laughs> each time but yeah that was cool i, I actually forgot about that those are fun <laughs> games though too that those bit trip games there that's that's insane like very cool games check them out if you can um i didn't mention on the stream but apparently they're also available on steam they, they're a little expensive on steam i didn't realize yeah. how much um, wasn't it like and i heard 40 I heard bucks they're not the best ports so wasn't it like 40 bucks for like for one flux, of them was 40 insane, the rest yeah. of them were like 20 yeah. um yeah so i don't know why they're so expensive still but the best versions are still on wii and 3ds so 
if you can somehow find those versions still. Yeah, they do have physical releases as well. Um, they were WiiWare releases, but they do have a physical copy out there if you're looking yeah. for that. And I think the physical copy runs for about 25 on eBay from what I saw. Um, yeah. But yeah, check them out for sure. They were definitely fun. Um, I, I just, I personally, if I go back to trying it, I'm going to have to hook it up to a CRT monitor because the, the delay was just way too bad for me. <laughs> But yeah, we're, we're, what was uh, Animal Crossing? I'm not sure there's much more to say. Uh, still kind of playing the turnip market. I was very happy to make a tidy profit. I, my turnips prices spiked today, so I was able to sell them at 410 bells each for Ooh, check you out. a total of uh, 600,000 bells. Stonks. Paid off my basement. Donks. <laughs> very nice. Well done. So yeah, now now my mission right now in that game is to get this one villager, Renee the horse. So I have purposely filled my island with all the personality type of villagers other than her personality, which is uh, the sisterly type. And so that way I'll have a better likelihood of that villager coming at the campsite so I can hopefully find her and recruit her. I know. Sounds very cult-like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I must summon Renee. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that uh Animal Crossing people have been doing a lot of cool things with it. Like that um that horror movie trailer you sent me was Yeah. That was really well done. <laughs> and the game's just like it's so creepy. <laughs> just like the way everyone talks. They do such a good job and uh I don't know, I, I love seeing some of the custom stuff come out of that too. Yeah, we, we mm -hmm. talked a little bit about that before people making like jerseys and stuff like that yeah so. and i've seen like videos of people like turning their whole islands into like obstacle courses too for like people to run through and like vault over rivers and mm -hmm. fall into pits and then they're racing to get like a prize at the end <laughs> yeah that's it's really cool um lots of lots of really cool creativity being displayed um and then the other game I've been playing a lot of, which will lead to our next topic of discussion, is Super Mario Maker 2. Because they surprised us with a new update. With just, they call this the final major update. Um, I don't know if that means there might be more content to still come. So maybe it'll be DLC that's paid or something. There's still, they're still the yeah <laughs> <laughs> go ahead I'll empty let... space yeah for one more theme yeah i bet you that's gonna be paid dlc down the road yeah i don't know especially how successful this has been they, they won't stop it's i'm got, sure it's gotta be super mario land super mario land or a yeah. new mario kind of theme that hasn't yeah. been seen before something yeah it'd be it'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't played since I did the Zelda one. Oh man, I fired yeah, the it Zelda up. update was definitely cool, but it didn't have that kind of lasting effect that you would have hoped. Um, but with this new update, I think it will definitely create a, a big research, at least for me, for sure, because the biggest update that I think is what I wanted from the game from day one is a world map maker. So now you can string all your levels together through a kind of world course. And that it's was so cool. That was such an unexpected drop too. like, you yeah. know, like I said, like we said earlier, it's like 10 o'clock at night 
and they you know they drop this and it's like we're bringing worlds and then like it's like what everyone's <laughs> been asking for so everyone's like freaking out about that um i'm excited to check it out and, it, and uh, it's a super mario world map style yeah, so it's like, it has it's, to be like uh, yeah yes super mario world is the best i'm sorry there's actually a debate recently um saw online where people were like what's better three or world three is good too, three's but... three's good and this is what i said about that i said three i grew up with and i loved it as a kid but you know three three came out what 89 90 something like that 89 90 <laughs> so i was like four or five years old and um like I played it when I didn't get, I got my NES when I was five. So I got my NES in 90. And, um, so I got super Mario three, like late. The first game I had was Mario one and I never had Mario two. I used to rent it from this little mom and pop video shop near me. And, um, I remember getting three one day from like a pawn shop or something when I was a kid. Like, I just remember we went there and it was boom, got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like super cheap but um yeah I, I i loved it it was a fun game i loved you know the whistles and warping through the through the map and i had uh i had the nintendo power that was like the walkthrough guide for mario 3 so it had like it had like all the coin um all the card flipping games it had all the matches mm -hmm. for that it had um so basically i could flip the first card and then i could tell which one it was going to be <laughs> after that so I can match every single thing. Um, and then the guy just told you where all the items were, all the secrets were. It basically had big stretched out images of the entire, uh, each each level in, in the world. Um, so I, I liked Mario 3 a lot. I played a lot of it. But with that being said, the <laughs> first time I ever saw Super Mario World on, um, on uh, display was at a Sam's Club. I was with my grandma we were walking through sam's club and they had one of the nintendo super nes kiosks there right after it came out and i walked up and there's a kid playing and it was just i they're in the first level the big bullet bill flies across the screen and i was just like <laughs> oh my gosh mario looks so vivid and animated and just he had you know all of his uh his motions when he ran his hand jumping yeah it was just, it was just so cool just, <laughs> his just little arms way. going out everything yeah. <laughs> like, i don't know just the, everything the, about the game the way they handled the world map in mario world is just so amazing like you start on yoshi's island and it looks like like this big world and then you finally beat that first castle go across the bridge and it just like zooms out it's like no you're on this giant yeah. world and then how like, the, the the environment changes as you beat levels yeah and then your secrets too like I'll never that's the forget. one thing i wish they had with this update is if they had like alternate exits or something that would be awesome being able to do an alternate exit yeah for your world map that'd be really really cool because yeah. then you could have some secret world out in like the out in the ocean or something and then you know how do you get there well you got to find the exit you gotta find the right exit so how how you beat a level and you just went on a circle it's like what how do i how do i progress yeah yeah that'd be that'd be something but that's that game is so freaking good i love it and uh, mm -hmm. yeah that'll always be my favorite so that's why all the levels i ever make in mario maker are always super yeah. mario <laughs> always super mario world that, that's kind of what i'm doing right now for my world tour that i'm creating yeah. so i'm gonna have to go in and start doing one as well i just mm -hmm. I, I don't know why i haven't i just 
haven't it is it is very time consuming and i feel like you hit creativity blocks like you get so far in a level it's like i don't know how to finish this and so yeah i've kind of been i kind of been like hopping back and forth between levels like all right that's enough for this level for now let me work on this idea over here yeah and yeah i think i only made like three or four levels anyway so it's like <laughs> i need to make eight <laughs> so. yeah I'm, I'm i'm trying to create it very thematically and make it feel like a traditional mario world game so yeah we'll see how i do so far I've, I've done about the first world i just have to polish a few of the levels but um and then i've made a a hammer bro stage for each world kind of like in mario brothers 3 where you face the hammer bros on that single screen yeah and you get like the treasure or whatever unless you skip it <laughs> I, i'm making them optional so they're kind of like standing off to the side so you can choose to fight them if you want or not yeah um but each each world i have the hammer bro fights get a little more complex it's like world two there's a angry son and one of them's wearing a buzzy beetle on his head and then the next world there's like cheap cheeps in the water hopping around while you're trying to fight hammer bros so <laughs> yeah sounds fun i would definitely have to check out your world once it's uploaded yeah <laughs> so um uh, just to highlight a few of the other updates besides the world map which is amazing uh there's loads of new power-ups you got the mario brothers 2 mushroom uh so you can like pick up objects and throw them kind of a la mario brothers 2 style uh, you got the frog suit which can now run on water if you're carrying an object which is so cool you got balloon mario which is oh yeah i actually inflated. Was, yeah i was super happy to see that because uh yeah there was definitely some ideas i had for levels and then i realized mm -hmm. that wasn't in in earlier now you got it although yeah. now he floats forever until he gets hit oh so. really they just yeah oh that's oh they gotta add it they gotta add a timeout timeout yeah, yeah unfortunately not <laughs> i guess you can get around that though you could just put like you a could wall, create like a wall of spikes wall or something of spikes yeah. or blades or something so he has to get hurt yeah so there, there's workarounds yeah. um and lots of other power-ups and also lots of new enemies you got phanto the mask from mario brothers 2 who chase you around if you get the cursed key you got a uh, spike that little like uh green guy who just barf up spike balls and throw them at you and of course you got the koopalings all yeah. the koopa yeah it's pretty kids. cool they added all of them that's all of them and they all have different like styles of attacks it's so much it's so cool so that that definitely is the like the cherry on top for the world maker because i'm definitely gonna have like a different koopaline at the end of each world and come up with a cool boss fight so <laughs> yeah it'd be awesome i'm looking forward to checking out your world and doing that beating those <laughs> those levels because that'll be more fun than than me uh trying to make my own level <laughs> <laughs> well if you're having trouble coming up with like inspiration for levels i definitely recommend at least playing around with the world map because you can make a cool map and then you might get ideas like "Ooh, i bet a cool that would be a good idea for a level there on the on the map and yeah i started by, I, I, I did start messing around with it a little bit just uh just doing the world map but I never went into a level once I kind of just, I was just kind of <laughs> seeing what options there were as far as like the different tiles you can put down and, yep. and how you like put the bridges. Oh, hit the mic. Um, <laughs> do the bridges or, um, you know, how you can make the elevated island and stuff like that. So yeah, I was just kind of playing around with that a little bit, but that's, that's really all I did. Once I got the update, I checked that out for a second. So mm -hmm. 
fun. All right. So we probably talked a good ear off there with our playlist in Mario Maker 2. So we might go to our first break here. Yeah, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. little break and now we'll get into our next topic of nintendo's sales figures that were released yeah yeah because they they held off for a little bit but they have finally given us the numbers and as you can expect from probably all the shortages of switches being sold out and people being stuck inside wanting to play animal crossing these sales are kind of off the charts here <laughs> yeah and it's not even just nintendo like everything's hard to find right now my neighbor was asking me if i knew anywhere she could find a ps4 because she wanted to buy another one for her son and um and her son actually had a switch that he wanted to get rid of because i guess he didn't like it she's like i just bought a game and he didn't like it (laughs) and i said what game and she said mario odyssey and i was like what how how do you not like mario odyssey i guess i think she said her son is 10 but i was still like 10 you're 10 and, then, and you don't wait, like Mario? Wait, 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 the, the real catch of the story was he said he likes to play Fortnite and he's getting rid of his Switch. And yeah, I like... guess he plays Fortnite. On, he, she said that he plays Fortnite on his sister's console. So um, on his sister's PS4. And I guess, oh my gosh. Um, you know, he wanted his own PS4, which, you know, whatever. That's that's fine. But I was just like, you can play Fortnite on your Switch. But I know. I don't know. Kids, sounds like... kids don't like, you know, they like their the things they like so that's all you can do <laughs> so she said she ended up finding a ps4 and um i forgot where she got it from but i was trying to help her out with uh that now in stock site trying to mm-hmm. shoot her that and um i actually told her i was like well switches are selling for like you know a 100 bucks more than retail right now so you won't have any problem getting rid of it <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if she ever did or not but um but yeah um that's that's kind of the way all video games are going right now i know that like um one of our friends is trying to find a vr headset and he finally got one but it's not shipping for like another month yeah and uh, my my brother's been on a wait list for a switch for like six weeks now but i think i think he finally got noticed this week that it's shipping so that's cool yeah Yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy with everything so um so with that being said though um the Nintendo Switch, the numbers they released was uh, the console's been out for three years and it sold 55.7 million units, which is just pretty crazy considering yeah. the uh, the NES sold 61 million, almost 62 million. <laughs> lifetime so. sales, right? Lifetime sales, yeah. um, which <laughs> I don't know when they stopped producing the NES, but I would imagine it was sometime in the mid-90s, 95-ish. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there were some late NES titles that were 
like 94 I know 94 95 something like that was uh like your little Samson and your uh Wario Woods the Wario Woods was the last produced NES game mm-hmm. um I forgot what year that was but it was it was like mid 90s when it came out Super Nintendo was already out and rolling um so that's pretty nuts that the Switch has done this in three years. I mean, gaming is yeah. a totally different animal compared to what it was back then, but the NES mm-hmm. has still, you know, been a huge, um, you know, sales figures throughout the years. So yeah, and and they they estimate that the Switch probably is only in its mid life cycle right now. They Nintendo says they probably has at least another three years to go on it. So. It could easily dwarf these numbers in its lifetime. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, you know, I think a lot of that just has to do with its its convenience, its portability. Um, you know, people having that option, and and those numbers do include this the switch the switch Lite as well. Okay. So, um, so you know, there's multiple options, and eventually, I'm sure they'll end up putting out a pro model, and then I would assume that will be you know put into those numbers as well um but yeah it's it's pretty insane just for hardware considering the wii u sold 13 million (laughs) yeah but the wii u's biggest problem was its name not the console console was fine (laughs) i I still stick to that the public didn't know what the wii u was and that was the biggest issue with that most all the people i talked to had no idea what the wii u was when i told them about (laughs) it and i i personally didn't even know it was coming out i saw the wii u i was like was that a new tablet for it and then i saw it was a console and i was like well about next week i guess i gotta buy it <laughs> and i went out and bought it <laughs> so uh but yeah and speaking of 13 million that's crazy that you say that because animal crossing has already sold new horizons has sold 13.41 million copies yeah, and that's insane because it's been it's like first four weeks six weeks <laughs> or six weeks yeah it's yeah crazy it has it has sold more copies in its first six weeks than either of the ds copies sold in their lifetime <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy that that game like for me personally just because i don't play the game so um, you know, it's something that's a game I've never been interested in the series, and um, just for whatever reason. But it's just nuts to me to think that it sold. You know, it's it's the sixth it's the sixth best selling game on the on the Switch mm-hmm. at the moment, which is just pretty and crazy. I, I think it's exceeded Nintendo's expectations because I believe if I heard this correctly, that they thought the game would probably sell maybe around fifteen or sixteen million in its lifetime. Yeah. And the fact that it's almost already reached that in its first six years, Nintendo's like, oh, wow. Yeah, this has done a lot better <laughs> than we ever dreamed of. <laughs> yeah. I think there's there a lot of hype with it coming out. Mm. And again, timing is yeah. kind of perfect. So um, other kind of figures that jump out to me, I'm still flabbergasted that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, a port <laughs> of a... How old is this Wii U title now? Uh, was that 2013, <laughs> I guess, I something think, like that? Yeah. 2014 is when it came out, yeah, something like that? Yeah, the seven or eight-year-old Wii U title has sold eight million units on the Switch. Yeah. And it's not even, like, a newish game. It's just it's just the same kind of tracks, but it's Mario Kart and it's on Switch, so... <laughs> oh, no, it's sold more than that. Yeah, it's it's sold so many copies of that. It's insane. I, see. I think it's like twenty four million copies or something like that. It's basically oh, yeah, like yeah. A, 
Yeah, it's like a, right. it's like a two to one almost <laughs> for <laughs> for. I was I was looking at the um, this the yearly the numbers right yeah 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 it's like the global like yeah the global titles like eight, eight million but still like, it's, it's, it sold it's, eight it's million copies this year selling switch game yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah it's pretty nuts <laughs> that this year it sold that much when there's so like Mario Kart's great don't get me wrong but you know it, you can only do so much in Mario Kart unless you're like yeah. really competitive online. What, what flabbergasts me is it has those kind of exceptional sales and they do not add any additional content to it because they could make so much bank. Because it's already the deluxe edition. There's nothing else to add to it. <laughs> Charge me 20, 30 bucks for like four new cups and I would throw the money at the screen. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what they do. You mean you don't want to just get a Mercedes? A Mercedes... Uh... <laughs> skin for put, your put, put, put captain falcon actually in the game and yeah. let me race him <laughs> he already has his tracks there let him show race. me your moves <laughs> yeah that it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see if they if they they do anything with it yeah. um you have to assume well, they will but it just seems weird like it's doing so well what's the incentive for them to make a mario kart 9 at the moment you know what i mean like True. it's just kind of crazy it's like it's still selling you know it's still sold eight million copies this year that's pretty insane <laughs> yeah and honestly i don't know how you kind of top what that mario kart is because it really is to me like the perfect mario kart i don't know what kind of radical new idea you would introduce to the series to kind of make it stand out the only thing i could see them doing that would like appease the fans was to have a, a double dash mode Mm -hmm. to add to you know add back in uh dual cart riders and you know some of those things but i personally never really played double dash it was just one of those games i never never got when i had my gamecube my my gamecube days were mostly sunshine uh resident evil and um sunshine or did i say sunshine smash yeah. brothers smash okay. brothers yeah that was once once I got Smash Brothers on GameCube. That was it. That was that was like the only game I played. Of course, Twilight Princess and um, yeah, and Wind Waker and Wind Waker. Well, Wind Waker because yeah. Twilight Princess I had pre-ordered for GameCube, but then when the Wii came out, I switched it. Right, right, right. right. But then I did end up getting a copy of it for GameCube too because <laughs> I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it was mirrored though. It was mirrored. It was mirrored. So. Yeah, I like Double Dash, though. I think one of my favorite aspects of it was the fact that, like, each character had a special type of item that only that character could get. So if you chose to race with certain racers, you'd have special items during the course. So, like, the baby Mario and Luigi had, like, the Chain Chomp item, and um, I know the Koopas had, like, the Triple Shells, and... You had like your giant banana peels, I think, with Donkey Kong and Diddy and stuff. Homing eggs with Yoshi and Birdo. So it was it was fun. That was a pretty cool aspect. Yeah, I, I, it'd be cool if they added that feature back in at least as a mode, where you could do like double dash circuit or something like that. Mm -hmm. oh, I think that'd be. Well, let's let's do it. Let's do triple dash. Let's <laughs> three characters. Let's just go three crazy. Three cars. They just flip around. 
<laughs> one's on top of the other and there's four people on the same car and then when you hit like a gravity thing it flips and then you're the next oh. person oh you go off on a ramp and one person keeps driving the car and the other person's paragliding and you have two separate racers going and they attach back together <laughs> <laughs> only if you're lined up properly otherwise yeah. you lose instantly <laughs> right. uh-huh. but yeah that, uh, that that's really the only thing I could think of is, um but outside of that, like I guess the other big title was uh, Sword and Shield, which, with all the controversy, we knew it was going to sell yeah. like crazy because it's Pokemon, and Pokemon prints money. Yep, yep, yep. And that's what it did. So <laughs> <laughs> good for Nintendo and good for the Pokemon company. Good for you. <laughs> oh, and the breakdown, too, there. The Switch Lite came out in September, and it sold 6.19 million units. Just the, just the Switch Lite, so definitely found an audience. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, how much is how much cheaper is it? It's like a hundred bucks cheaper. It's a hundred bucks cheaper. Yeah, yeah. So hundred bucks cheaper. It doesn't I have know. the TV out, but if you never, I know my sister on bought one because well, they her husband already owns a Switch, so it's like a kind of a Secondary. second console for them. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good so. thing. I know that you've been trying to get my wife to play um, Animal Crossing. And I've been like, well, if I get it, I'm going to want to play it. But then I was like, but if I end up playing it, then I can only have, we have to share an island, right? Correct. So yeah. that would kind of suck because <laughs> I want to have my own island if I play it. But now here, here's a fun fact um, based off my sister and my her husband's uh, setup. They have two switches, the switch and the switch light. Uh, but you can play the game on both consoles with one copy of the game. Physical or digital? uh they got it digitally okay yeah they just link it as a secondary console or mm-hmm. the, the, the only thing that they can't do is they can't travel to each other's island because they can't go online at the same time gotcha so but they're able to have two different islands with one copy of the game playing okay. on their two switches so i thought that's pretty cool yeah it makes sense i mean i would hope yeah. so if you're spending another 200 bucks on a console you should yeah. be able to at least build your own islands so. yeah yeah but, but but the fact that you only have to buy the game once but yeah. you can enjoy it on both systems is pretty cool yeah that's good so cool well i think that pretty much wraps up the the sales yeah stuff, yeah, yeah i don't think there's anything else anything to... else you want to mention no nah all right. So we can move on. Cool. So let's move, moving on and on, moving on and on. Beastie <laughs> Boys. Um, so this week there's been um, the summer of gaming. It's begun. Yes, it has begun. Uh, Jeff Keighley's like four month event of like game announcements to occur this summer. Yeah. So. I remember hearing something about it and then I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> and then I saw people posting on Facebook the other day that, um, you know, check, check in at noon today. I think it was noon. The first, I one. think it was noon for the first. Yeah, yeah. So, but then before that, so let's just say, so the first announcement was Tony Hawk pro skater one and two remake, which I'm, I'm extremely excited for because I love that game. Um, and I actually occasionally pull out my PlayStation and I just I just recently, like maybe last year, I played one, two, three, and four all the way through hundred (laughs) percent. And, um, and I, I love the game. The soundtracks are fantastic. Um, just so, Mm -hmm. so many songs and artists that like 
I've just never even heard of before. Um, that game pretty much got me into ska music and punk. <laughs> like it got me into skateboarding when I was, you know, the game came out when I was probably 13, 12 or 13. And I got a skateboard and that's all I did until college pretty much was skateboard. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> huge love it and i've actually i've been watching a lot of skateboard videos lately and it makes me want to skate again and i've actually <laughs> i've actually been trying to skateboard a little bit in my neighborhood i haven't in a couple weeks because my shoulder's been messed up but um yeah anyway i i love it i love the pro skater series um but with that being said that that was the announcement but right before the announcement there were all these people talking about Tony Hawk texting it out to everybody because he has like a text service and um, and everyone of course was like this is you know this is BS and you know whatever but then as we were watching the countdown for the summer of gaming announcement to come on they started playing Goldfinger and I'm like they're playing <laughs> Superman and I'm like alright Tony Hawk is the announcement like they're they're literally playing the, the main song that everyone discovered you know from this game and then the next song was um the dead kennedys and it was just like i immediately like was writing patrick and was like they're playing more tony hawk music tony hawk's totally <laughs> next so and then as soon as the countdown stopped dead kennedys restarted and they were playing the trailer from the um for the uh, tony hawk one and two remake so um yeah. with that being said there's some really cool stuff there's um they're adding uh, all the mechanics of the game pretty much through Tony Hawk 4. So you have your manuals, your reverts, um, lip tricks, flip tricks, uh, specials, all that stuff is pretty much going to be the same because um, Tony even mentioned in his interview that they've tried re-releasing this game in the past and I actually have it on Steam. It's Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD and it looks it looks good. But the game just doesn't feel right. And Tony mentioned that. He was like, you know, we've done it in the past, but the feel's never quite been there. And that's the key of this re-release is making sure that it feels like the originals. Because if it doesn't feel like the original, you're not going to enjoy it. And that's that couldn't be more true. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I I recently went back and played that. And it's just so weird playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 after you've played like... Like I said, I recently played 1 through 4. And when I went back to one in HD and I didn't have a manual and I didn't have the revert to keep my trick going and stuff like that. It really kind of throws you off and it messes up your scores. And, you know, cause I start throwing tricks together, getting like 200, 300,000 points at a time. And then, you know, I go to uh, Tony Hawk one and I'm like barely getting like 10,000 uh, combo because I can't, you know, get that manual to keep my, my trick going. But so they're adding all that, which is awesome. The biggest news, though, is that, you know, the original soundtracks are supposed to be there. So everything um, should be included, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, you've you've got to have Superman. You've got to have just the original <laughs> soundtrack. Because like, yeah, I, I was jamming out to that the music during the countdown. <laughs> yeah, the countdown for the summer gaming was really cool. Like it was it was pretty chill. Um, but yeah, once they kicked up Goldfinger, like I, said, I love I love ska. Like I have every Goldfinger album. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got all that stuff. I, 
I've seen them live a bunch and it's good stuff, but <laughs> totally got me into that. <laughs> but um, they've got all the maps, all the original maps from Tony Hawk 1 and 2, and they're all in 4K, which they look awesome. Like they showed mm-hmm. um, they showed the 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 big drop, the stair drop level. I forgot what it's called. Um, anyway, it's at the school, the massive drop that um, it's pretty iconic. And it looked looks so good in 4K, <laughs> but, for sure. Yeah. Um. So that's really cool. One thing that that I'm kind of curious about though is that they said during the stream that if you pre-order, you get a, a exclusive access to the warehouse level, which is the first level in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And I don't know if they just meant if they meant to say. If you pre-order, you get early because they did say early access, but I don't know if they meant you'll get early access to just that level, or if they meant you're only going to get that level if you pre-order. Hmm. I don't know. I um, imagine it meant early, but I, I, I don't I, know. I miss, I'd have I don't to assume hearing. because they can't take yeah. the warehouse out of the game. Like it just no. <laughs> that'd be ridiculous. Um, and one other really cool thing that I saw was that they're doing a collector's edition um, for. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, by the way, this is PS4, Xbox One, and PC only. So um, if I get it, it'll probably be PC, unless I get a PS5 mm-hmm. and I can get it but, on that. But no Switch. <laughs> no Switch, which is understandable if they're kind of going for high fidelity and, you know, all the graphics they'll, and stuff. They'll make a watered-down version later. However, for... the, the, the people that made it are the people that did, like, the Spyro and the yeah. Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. It's, they're they're, they're going to release it later because they know people will double dip into <laughs> getting it on the Switch. <laughs> Probably, um, for sure. They just... <laughs> um, but the Collector's Edition that uh, is being released actually comes with a Tony Hawk skateboard. Like, it's just a, oh, de- cool. it's just a deck. So, um, kind of interested because from what I saw, it's 100 bucks. Um, the pre-order wasn't available when I saw it, so I don't know if it will be again. But I've kind of been on the edge of buying a new skateboard anyway. So <laughs> if I if I bought the collector's edition, at least I could kind of check that box off of my uh, list, even if it is just a <laughs> Tony Hawk birdhouse board, which I've never really been a big fan of. But, um, you know, I'm at the point where... I don't really want to buy collector's editions for things I'm not going to use anymore unless it's Zelda. So mm-hmm. um, if I bought it, I would probably skate it. <laughs> Why not? Um, but I think that's really cool. That's a, that's a great way to, to go at it. Yeah. Um, so after that, uh, today, they did a second uh, Summer of Gaming announcement, which was at 11 o'clock this morning. And that was for the Unreal Engine Five, mm-hmm. uh, running out. on a on running on PlayStation Five. Running on PlayStation Five, and uh, I've never been one to say that, like, you know, I've never been one that's like really into like graphics. Like, you know, I, I definitely I'll, I'll appreciate it and say something's really nice, but I don't think graphics make a good game. Um, but I will say that Unreal Five on this demo they ran, it looked awesome. Um, the detail of like the cliffs they showed, the physics they showed of like just the the character in their demo, her um, her like scarf, the way it moved as she climbed and moved, the way her hands touched the door, the way that the lighting effects 
um, bounced off everything in the in the environment was really 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 well done um, we're essentially at photorealism for games <laughs> with this um, the big thing they were talking about with this is using assets that are used in film and putting them directly into games instead of having to like downsample them and stuff and optimize them for video games so it's it's pretty pretty big deal um mm -hmm. but with that being said i it looks awesome but it's not like a massive jump from what you see in ps4 currently um yeah i, I think it looks really good but it's like ps4 was very very close to realism in some games and this is just that next step closer so once we get to photorealism where do we go like what's right what's the point other than you know supporting bigger environments and farther <laughs> although, know, although they distance. still had that moment in the in the trailer where they had to do like the wall squeeze through a tight pass so they could load the next section i yeah. was like what, what's the <laughs> That's supposed to be disguising loading. You don't need loading times. <laughs> <laughs> I did see people talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I agree. Like, part of this might be just because we're streaming this on a YouTube and on our 1080p monitor, so we're not going to really truly appreciate how amazing it looks in its 4K glory whatever in, in fairness i was watching it on my 4k tv oh, you were okay i was so it it looked pretty sick like, okay it, so it, i'll take your word for it now again it was being streamed through youtube and i don't at at the moment i don't recall if youtube was um displaying Choosing. in 4k or not because mm -hmm. i didn't check the settings i just played it and let it run well you can um, rewatch it probably i can <laughs> but it, it did look really really good um okay just but like it's it's little details and mm. that seems to be what's getting better with every generation as we go um when we jump from like so you know obviously going from 8 8 bit to 16 bit was you know huge um sprites were bigger you had more colors to work with um you were able to make these elaborate environments that were just very bright and colorful and everything then when you went to 16 to 32 that's when you started to see your polygonal 32 um 3d worlds and environments and then we went to 32 to 64 um which is your um you know your nintendo 64 polygonal again and finally i believe the dreamcast is considered like 128 i don't know but <laughs> i don't know i don't remember what the hell it is but um dreamcast to me was like mind-blowing at the time when dreamcast came out playing nfl 2k i'm like this obviously things have gotten better that was you know that was 20 years ago but like i remember the first time playing nfl 2k and i'm like i'm watching i'm watching a, a nfl game right now this is crazy mm -hmm. um so that was just like there was such a jump every generation because of how fast technology's progressed um but i feel like we've caught it's up to that technology yeah. so dreamcast was huge so the jump from ps1 to ps2 was was pretty substantial ps1 is very polygonal everything like just look at final fantasy 7 like everyone was uh a triangle you had triangle arms the biceps <laughs> were like blocks and stuff like that um 
And then when you go to PS2, you start to see the um, the models of what looks more like a human. You've got smoother edges. Um, everything renders better. Like Grant, like even like driving games like Gran Turismo, the cars in the first one and the second one on PS1 were very blocky still. But then you mm-hmm. get to you get to Gran Turismo three or a spec and the cars look like the cars (laughs) everything just starts looking better so as you progress to ps4 or no ps3 that jump from two to three i know i'm getting through the whole console i'm going through the whole console thing here (laughs) just because when you when you go from when you go from two to three when you go to two to three that's when i think you kind of you hit that jump that it was a big jump from two to three mm-hmm. things were smoother you had longer draw distances everything was you know much much better you had higher resolution ps2 wasn't in hd ps3 no. was the first playstation to support 1080p you know mm-hmm. with, you know it came with uh, av cables but it had component out which i mean the ps2 did as well if you bought the cables but it was kind of like nobody was playing it with that so the PS3 was like the first high definition console that came out with its $600 price tag. <laughs> and the the jump from 3 to 4 I don't think was as substantial. No. Um, I can barely, yeah. <laughs> like yes, there's there's games that are going to run better because of the CPU differences. Um what it can process as far as its draw distances, what it can process with its just its algorithm, with how many things it can put on the screen at once without causing lag, the more memory it has, stuff like that. But um, it's between three and four, you didn't get that. I personally, again, this is I'm this is all subjective, but I personally didn't see it as this massive leap in gaming, and mm-hmm. I don't see that with four to five even with Unreal Engine 5 that we just saw. Like it looked awesome. It did look mm-hmm. very very good. I'm not going to I'm not going to take away from that. But yeah. it's not that massive jump that we've seen how, up until how the PS2. I, I put it is like it looks amazing, but I am also amazed looking at games like Uncharted 4, like God of War, like Spider-Man. They also blow me away and they're running on those older systems still yeah you you put them next to each other and then i'm gonna be like wow wow at both of them it's they're both gonna amaze me um i think what this has more potential and kind of promise is hopefully it allows more developers to make more games of that quality that these other publishers have already achieved yeah and if these tools can help us get more co- games of that quality then yeah bring it in let's get a whole bunch of these quality games yeah so and that's something i've always struggled with like myself is once i always feel like once games started becoming like high def i started struggling with them <laughs> i don't know if it's just like i have such a hard time like gears of war for instance everyone is like oh gears of war is so good but like i i can't play it i just i can't tell where i'm getting hit from when i play those games like if it's if it's too detailed and like somebody blends into the to the mountain or something at like some environment thing Mm -hmm. they're staying next to 
if I can't see it because just everything's so realistic, it just throws me off. Um, but you know, that's just me sucking at video games. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it definitely, like I said, it looks good. Um, I just think we're at, we're at the time where things, things start gradually getting better. Um, even like with PC gaming, um, you know, I have, I bought a 1080 TI, uh, two years ago because I wanted the best, the best graphics card I could get at the time. So I bought it and it th runs everything I could have ever thrown at it at 100% high settings, ultra settings, whatever you want to say. <laughs> then the 2080 came out and it has ray tracing and I'm like, all right. So I, I look at the, I look at the demos for it and it's like, okay, so the water has like <laughs> the water reflects a little better. Like, I don't know. That's, I yeah. look at it and it's like, I don't see the, I don't see that that jump that makes me say like i have to have a, t a, t a 2080 now like it just yeah. doesn't you know it's the same thing with consoles like i don't see that massive jump um, i don't i don't think it's as an appealing as a sell for the consumer but hoping hoping it helps the developers yeah so but we'll see i'm looking forward to i mean i'm gonna get a ps5 this gen um for sure uh i had an xbox one and i only play it for hockey <laughs> and since majority of xbox exclusives are coming to pc now if there's anything i ever want to play i'll just play it on my pc and um, i'm gonna go to ps5 so i can play a bunch of those ps4 exclusives that i missed out on spider-man <laughs> horizon god yeah. of war um there's some uncharted good all that stuff last of us never played any of that stuff so <laughs> <laughs> never played it i haven't had i i had a ps3 that was given to me for free i fixed and it broke again so i haven't even played that so really looking forward to hearing more about that backwards compatibility and a price because they still haven't yeah. given us that when yep. it's supposed to come out and like <laughs> supposed to come out in like six months and they haven't given us anything about it yet which is just crazy <laughs> to me so i'm assuming we'll hear something in june with a state of play or something something not a3 <laughs> yeah which who knows if we'll get a state of play because nintendo yeah. has pretty much said they're not doing a june direct either so yeah well that's not official yet right yeah. that's still just rumored i guess so yeah although it's been very sad by many outlets so yeah so well speaking of rumors we have that rumor <laughs> And we, yeah. we still have the, well, the, rumor. the rumor is that it might even be as late as August. I'm like, oh, my yeah. gosh, I can't wait that long. <laughs> so, I mean, I just the biggest rumor that I want confirmed by Nintendo. And I would assume that I assume it's true is, is what we talked about last time in the Mario um, remakes, just because so many outlets ran with that story. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure everything going on right now has probably affected that. And hopefully it was far enough along in its development that it can be pushed out and, mm. you know, we can be good to go on it. Yeah. But, if, if, if Nintendo's catalog is looking dry this year, that is the perfect answer. Yeah. Just give us give us some quality ports and we'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. And I really hope that if they do, it's either a collection or if they if they do release them one at a time, I hope the first one they release is uh, Sunshine just because it hasn't had a re-release before. Yeah. I think that'd be that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. See what happens with that rumor. And um, I don't know. Eventually, you know, maybe we'll hear. Maybe it's maybe they've already mentioned it. We haven't seen because we've been recording. 
<laughs> yeah, hopefully we we spawn this to life after we hit publish because it always seems the news comes like the second we're done recording. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so what's up with this uh, this Earthbound rumor? Yeah, speaking speaking of ports that they need to give us. Uh... <laughs> so apparently, I'm entitled to that port. <laughs> Well, apparently on April 30th, the series creator's company, I'm going to butcher its name, but uh, Hobo Nichi Shinbun, they, uh, they're launching what is known as the Hobo Nichi uh, Mother Project, which will include various contents and goods from the Mother series, or Earthbound series as we know it in America. Um, but what's most interesting is that there'll be a mother book available in all languages. And this is going to be containing scripts from Mother 1, Mother 2, and Mother 3. Mother 3, which has never actually officially been translated. And if it's going to be translated and available in English, could that be hinting at a, a release coming up? And there's a very good chance it could be. Yeah, we've been saying this for a very long time. Um, yeah. <laughs> hoping that this game comes. We've been hoping for years and years. And... I, I'm shocked still, like, that they haven't released Earthbound Beginnings or Mother 2 or Earthbound as we mm -hmm. um, on uh, Nintendo Switch Online on the apps because they the only time like Star Fox 2 was only released on the Super NES Classic and it's on the Switch now. Yeah. <laughs> so why not put Earthbound Beginnings, which was only released on the Wii U, why not put that on? the nintendo switch mm -hmm. online app it just makes sense why why not have earthbound on the snes online yeah like um, it has to be coming i i i think all these are good indications as well that, that they might be saving this for a collection for retail because that was one of the big things that they did when they announced um snes games for the new 3ds it was super mario world super metroid link to the past and earthbound were like the main games that they focused on releasing for that service and mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense that they haven't pushed it out to this yet so um and it's a nintendo game it's not like it's <laughs> you know it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's a nintendo property that they haven't put out there so it's definitely it has to come at some point i i'm feeling more optimistic than i ever have now <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, that'd be really cool because, like I said, like in the past, I've I haven't beaten Earthbound. I I enjoy it. Um, that's something that I probably should stream. I would love to have it on Switch so I can just play yeah. it in my free time. And and I, I've always heard that Mother Three is even just as good, if not better. So I really want to try that sometime. Just through gonna, official means, if I can. It's gonna just destroy destroy your. Uh, your top your top 10 game list oh my gosh <laughs> i know colonel colonel trigger has already upset that card so much <laughs> i feel so bad every time i have to shove links a link to the past down or something like no you're so good yeah, How can... <laughs> it's, so good. it's so good link to the past is it's, it's but i, I, I think it. i think that's where colonel trigger just jumped right on top of so <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's it's amazing, but, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get some some news, you know, eventually. Uh, the last news we had, which I don't know if you saw this 
Nintendo tweeted out, I think it was last night, or maybe it was today, they tweeted out um, Nintendo Switch Online is currently giving a seven-day free trial to everyone, even if you've already done a free trial. And that includes access to the Nintendo Switch Online apps for NES and SNES. So they just tweeted that out today so it's kind of like all right are they trying to get people interested in this again so they're going to start doing more updates because we haven't had an update for those uh apps in a couple months it's been a long time i and the last games they released new new super nintendo games or some new wacky game like tetris 99 well they are doing a uh they're doing an animal crossing event for tetris 99 um so you know if you want i'm assuming it's a theme again so if you want yeah that... it's a theme yeah they, they recently did one too for uh that rain fit adventure okay so yeah i haven't played that game in a while i really should my switch has <laughs> just literally been sitting right here next to my computer and i haven't played it so but yeah they, they've been doing a lot of uh promotions for older games lately so i think i think that's just their way of kind of promoting these older games um they had that splatoon demo the arms demo mm-hmm. um they had a mario kart tournament recently so um but no no new content per se per any of these games just just kind of ways to promote old games i suppose yeah so yeah i don't know i guess we'll we'll see what comes out of it hopefully you know I'd love to hear something new because I think the last Super Nintendo game we got was like Super Punch Out, which awesome game, but you know, mm-hmm. I suck at Super Punch Out. I'm much yeah. better at the first one. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know what I would really love to see if they want to do like a off the wall kind of game is do do something like they did with NES Remix or give us S NES Remix. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I, I yeah, S N or uh, NES Remix was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of that on the Wii U. A lot of fun. So, well, I guess that pretty much wraps it up for the this podcast. Kind of try to keep it short, better than a two hour and thirty long minute <laughs> episode that we haven't done. So, um, <laughs> uh, that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, we're just over an hour. We're about an hour and fifteen in, so it's not too bad. And um, yeah, so we will keep updated. Try to at least get something out once a month. Um, I think we're gonna do a stream. We're gonna we're gonna try to do a video of that prop seat game. I think it's really fun. <laughs> we we were actually contemplating playing it while recording this episode. So uh, I think we'll we'll try to do a a stream of us playing that game. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. We we can either record our own screens and then you can just superimpose it in, and we can try to <laughs> you know get both we'll of figure, our screens. We'll going. figure out a setup. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure out something to do. But I think we need to play that and try to stream it because it's definitely definitely fun so (laughs) so stupid yeah it's so good (laughs) but all right guys well thanks for checking in if you like what you heard leave us a comment leave us a thumbs up leave us a subscribe you can find us on itunes uh podbean google play spotify anchor all the other podcast uh sites that are out there Check out, check out our other streams of games we mentioned. Chad also recorded on a different channel and working on his arcade stuff, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah, I just did a, if you're into Raspberry Pis, I just did a video on connecting a Raspberry Pi to your arcade monitor. 
with uh, very minimal hardware. So um, it's a pretty informative video. I had a lot of trouble doing it myself. So once I finally got it to work and had the correct settings, I wanted to make a video to share with the people. So um, yeah, if that's something you're interested in, definitely check it out. And um, that's on my personal channel, which is uh, YouTube Skater Sublime, which is my handle I've been using since I was in like middle school. So <laughs> it's still there and uh, that's where you can find that video. But um, yeah, we'll call it a night. Have a great evening if it's late. Have a great day if it's early. <laughs> and we will talk to you in episode 14, which will come after the next big news within the next month. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there'll be some fun news coming up soon with these more frequent summer gaming things. Yeah, with so. summer summer gaming stuff's cool. And, you know, E3 was supposed to be the first week of June. So yeah. we're, we're I'm, I'm sure there'll be that. something that comes out during that time. Yeah, so I'm sure we're going to get some sort of news. And uh, yeah. we will definitely record once we feel that we have enough um, to talk about. So. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, so stay safe out there, everybody. And take care. Happy game. <laughs> See you later, guys.